To hear this episode in its full extent with music inspired by this week's artist, head over to the Procrastination Radio SoundCloud page for more. Pro Radio. Hey guys, what's up? It's been a minute. Uh, welcome back to Procrastination Radio, episode forty. Today we have a very special guest with whom I need to make sure. Are you from Broward anyway? Oh, um, I lived down in South Florida for like maybe a year and a half to two years back okay. in high school. So no, I'm not from Broward, but yeah, technically still nine five four. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna claim you. It, it's, it's okay, real. okay, okay. You're, you're getting claimed. Um, but we have Sailor Goon here today. Special guests, um, all the sound effects, all the sound effects, um, and we're just gonna get more into who they are and a bunch of other stuff today on this episode. Hope you guys enjoy. We'll be right back after this. okay we're back um so i i did a lot of research today i tried to go deep as i could oh on you, some nardwar type vibes you know i gotta you know i gotta do my thing I'm um, scared. but you you don't have a lot of social media from what i could find or your social media is very hidden okay yeah cool 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 i just deleted <laughs> <laughs> i just deleted one of my instagram so i was like yeah you're not gonna find much okay so you did good you did good um but in this research i was trying to figure out uh like what was some of the music that was being played that turned you into sailor goon oh dang okay well i feel like i've always been an avid listener of music and Mm. like i've always been influenced by just many 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 artists right um, but it wasn't until my boyfriend Dennis like came into mm. my life where I was like dead ass like oh I believe in myself I can really record music at home and like produce my own tracks and whatnot. So this was probably around like a year and a half or two years ago when mm. yeah we started dating like two years ago and congrats oh, thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> um so he has been making music for a very very long time and then cool. I had just started getting into like recording myself, but I was working off Fruity Loops because um, my friend Theo had it downloaded on my laptop. Uh, uh. I hope nobody comes after me and is like, oh my God, she pirated it. Uh. Hey, you got to get how you live. You know? I'm saying, all right, we balling <laughs> gotta, on a budget. Right, you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. So um, from there, I don't know. That's, that's when I just started dappling into mm-hmm. recording myself. So was was the music that he was sharing with you like some crazy stuff you never heard of before? Was it just did you just get in the mindset of like, okay, so I'm listening to this new stuff. This is something that I can do and do differently or like what what was it that like clicks for you? Um, 
I don't think he showed me like any music where I was like, oh my God, like, yeah, this is it. I mean, I mm-hmm. love his music 100%. Right. <laughs> but then when right. I started talking to him and he was like, oh yeah, I do all of this at home. I was like, well, what the fuck am I doing? Because uh, okay. you know how like the culture in Florida really is just like, oh, come to the studio, 15 right. hour, I'll mix for you, all that, right, all right. that. So, you know, that's what that's what I was pretty much doing for a while. Of yeah. course, I had like a lot of homies that would that were open to just like recording me, but I remember, I think my first single that I ever shared ever, ever, ever was Milk and Mm. Bones. And I had Mm. that recorded at my homie's studio. Um, Yeah, shouts out to him. I No shade, no shade. But like, I was just like, what is the point of paying somebody to do something that I can do myself? (laughs) Right. So I feel like that was when Dennis was like, yeah, just go invest in yourself. Go buy yourself a mic. Go get your get your interface. Just do Uh. it. And of course, like my first few recordings sounded like absolute ass. But like (laughs) it's it's a learning process. Yeah, it is. So at what point were you like, okay, this is kind of good. Like what was it the milk and bones or were you just like, I'm gonna put this out because I did it? Yeah, Milk and Bones. I literally cringe every time I look at that video. Of course, like I love it because it's just like, okay, that was one of my first like I guess film sets that I actually put together, like something I directed. Right. Like that's something right. that literally came out of me. So I was just like, okay, of course yeah. I have to keep it up so like duh, so people can refer back to it and be like, "Haha, you did that." And I'm like, "Haha, right. yes, let's not talk about it. Let's just move on." <laughs> but um I think that it was around probably yeah around that time i was just really making music like a lot like every day Mm. i was recording something and i was trying to make beats and i wasn't very good at making beats at the time because yeah but (laughs) i was releasing these mixes on soundcloud called goon tears and that was when i was like getting into djing because i like i said before i love listening to music so i was like this is just the music that has been putting me in my mood like these these are the songs that have been that I want to share with people. So that's how I pretty much got into like trying to figure out how to use a DAW. Yeah. So I was doing that through Fruity Loops. And then I realized that through Dennis, like Ableton is just way easier for sampling. And ah, you done switched over. I done switched. That's crazy. Yes. So he got that's it downloaded crazy. on my laptop. Let's not talk about the fact that I pirated Ableton too. Let's just move on from that. Hey, but- <laughs> I'm going to censor all this. You're good. You have the legal version. That's fine. Yes. Yes, exactly. I paid. Completely. Yes, you did pay for everything. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, but yeah, that's, I think, um, oh, at the time, too, mm. I, I completely forget that this is like a part of my life. Um, I was getting a lot of opportunities to perform at places, and I was like, that's wild. Right. I don't even have anything really released. I mean, I have a bunch okay. of songs written, but like, right. a lot of people were asking me, like, you, you don't want to perform at this house show? I was just like, heck yeah. Right. So then I would do that. And then from there, that was when I was, like, getting more, I guess, like, out into the scene. I'm, If you didn't know, I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. So that's so where I'm based out of there? Right now. Uh, yeah. No, there are actually a lot of people that make music here. There's a lot okay. of people that make music here. So that was when I was getting into that. There's, like, different music scenes, of course, you know. But, like, yeah. I felt like I was pretty much... It was, I'm very thankful because I was very open. Everybody was just like, yeah, Sailor Goon, yeah, come through. And it was just like, right. what the fuck? This is a punk show, but cool. All right, let's right. go. <laughs> All right, pull up. All right. So um, that was when I met my dear, dear friends, Glenn and Lena. Um, they have Shout a out. record label called Winterland here in okay. Jacksonville. And so that was when they seriously like were like, yo, we want to release something with you. So that was one of my first times ever recording with live instrumentation because they play 
guitar they play bass they play drums they pretty much do all of their tracks live so they invited me to their studio and that was when we recorded two songs um over the year this was since like last year so Mm. that's about to be out soon we're just working on artwork and stuff and yeah that was was sorry go ahead no was that that like youtube those like couple youtube videos yes 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 yes. they are very um i'm pretty sure their friend matt which is their band member yeah they he is the editor for a magazine here in jacksonville called void and that's pretty much how i got plugged in there like they just gave me i was very thankful because they gave me a bunch of opportunities to perform and like at the time again like i said i didn't have anything really recorded i was just like how are they finding you i'm just i don't know man (laughs) i mean milk and bones was already out like that was okay okay so it wasn't like nothing was okay i guess yeah and at the time i was just releasing a bunch of tracks on soundcloud and like Mm. not my soundcloud really isn't popping like that but i guess if you go and look for it you can find pretty much all of my old stuff i Mm. switched most of it to private because i was like cringe (laughs) but there are some some things on there right and I don't think the people knew today, but on this episode, we're getting every unreleased Sailor Goon track ever to play on this episode. So, guys. Yo, hold um, on. Hold on. Wait, 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 <laughs> yeah, wait. Yeah, no either. So, we're just doing it. Um, but, uh, that's, is there any circumstance where you ever release them again? Or are they just that? Nope. They're <laughs> just that different to you. They can be thrown away in the trash. Hey. No. I mean, it's oh, not bad, no. but it's just like, if you compare my writing style from back then, I right. feel like I was just like, even if I think about the mental space that I was in, it was mm. not very good. It was not a good place to be in. And then I'll, right. all I would really talk about was just smoking. And I was just like, yeah, I'm that. <laughs> I'm that girl that smokes weed. Like, right. no, that's not that cool, though. Like, come on. All right. So now your writing is a lot more like personal yes for sure so, so do you think it's hard um this is gonna be a bunch of questions in one okay so your visuals are always like super like detailed and super crazy one thank you um your writing is very personal like i said so do you find it hard to get a lot of output because there's a lot of planning and life experience that goes into your craft right now or oh for is- sure okay what okay. the heck? I've been saying for the past year that I was going to release Dove White DeLorean, which is this EP that I've been working on. But yeah. recently, my laptop actually broke. So I saw that, yeah. And I Good. did not back anything up onto an external. I think oh, I have wow. most everything on iCloud, but like I don't know if I can open up the project files in Ableton. So I can't really mix anything. I just have like the audio oh. files. Goodness. Yeah. yeah so it's just like a lot and i've just been like trying to get my mental space in check like right that's important and with anything i just want it to be good like right. i don't want to just like <laughs> poop something out and it's just like here i worked on yeah. this listen just to because it. somebody's waiting to hear some new stuff yeah uh so how long did it take to get to the point with the white delorean that you were at before everything um well for the production side i feel like most of the beats were sent in to me by most of my homies so i was very lucky with that i only produced like maybe two tracks on the whole album okay so i feel like it it was just one week where i was just really in that writing mood so Mm. i pretty much got everything recorded and laid out but i was um working with my friend logan his artist name is ldb shout out him shout he out. um was coming over to my house a lot and we were pretty much just trying to clean everything up and mix mm. it 
get everything cleaned out and then I kind of put that on pause because I was just like hey I got another single that I'm trying to work on right now which was um way down in Decatur mm, and so I was oh, thank, thank you thank you <laughs> um so I was just trying to get that done and like yeah. that's when my laptop broke and I was just like wow now I'm so sad I don't know what to do so I kind yeah. of am just at the point where I'm just like I'm gonna just start new fuck that whole entire yeah. project yeah shit happens for a reason I guess I guess so. Yeah, that's crazy. So I I thought you were at this way longer than you've been then. No, I'm not. Goodness, that's crazy. With the amount of like detail and like skill that's happening is like amazing. I'm an imposter. <laughs> it's all set up. This is the craziest day of my life. Can you hear that? Uh no. Yes. No, okay. Wait. Um what did you fart? I don't know. No, that would have been a lot, but oh no, there's like they're cutting grass now. I, oh no, never... no, I don't hear it. I don't hear it. Okay, okay, so I'm just nothing happened, guys. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's insane. So did you like? Did you look up to anybody as like inspiration for this? I know we kind of went over how you got into it, but since you started, was there like some like failed jump offs like some goon sailor like it was kind of mixed up like i mean okay um i feel like in terms of visuals i really Mm. really enjoy nadia lee cohen's work because Mm. it's just very detailed you Mm. can tell she spent a lot of time with her makeup with her costuming everything and Mm. i feel like i've always just been into theater because mm-hmm. I went I went to school for a musical theater. And so Crazy. Right. And after high Crazy. school, I'm not even joking with you. During high school, those four years, I was literally like banking on going to pursue a BFA in acting. Cause I was like, wow. I I really want to get on Broadway. I really want to do that. And then hey. I just realized I was like, that's not something I really want to do. I was just like, let me just stop. And I wasted wow. so much money flying myself <laughs> out to Unifieds up in Chicago in New York to go audition for schools. And, like, I was really banking on getting into DePaul up in Chicago. And it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. So I was just like, you know what? What can I do now? What am I doing? But yeah, that make that makes sense. You're, you're in the same like kind of energy, not necessarily the musical theater and the, un- hey, unless maybe the maybe that's the project that needs to happen. It's like a Hamilton uh, no. spinoff. No, nope. I'm Gilles. gonna shoot that down. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't. Hey, I'm gonna just you know if you don't do it, I'm gonna have to do it. You know. Um, no, I mean that would yeah. be very cool. Like one day if I ever. If someone was just like, who's completely unqualified to write this musical for us? And they just came up to me and was like, you want to write a musical for uh, for Broadway? I'd be like, heck yeah, let's do it. Uh, but that'd be the only time I feel like I would ever dapple into musical theater ever again. Because my thing was that, like, no shade to the school that I went to. They definitely yeah. taught me a lot. Like, the yeah. training there was very intensive. And I'm very thankful for being able to go to an art school. Yeah. But, like, I feel like a lot of the time there i was really questioning my worth because like i was uh-huh. being casted in, in some shows but for the most part it was like very very prejudiced to like people of color so like most of the shows were white people or just like mm. you know 
typecasted type shows. Like right. it wasn't very like diverse. So I felt like I wasn't in the right place or doing the right thing because I wasn't getting that. Um, right. Just getting the parts basically. And like, I don't know, obviously like that validation shouldn't be the reason why you're going into it. But like, I think that was a re- that was the sign to me that I was like, okay, musical theater isn't the, right. the thing that you want to do. Yeah. But I've always been interested in just the arts and just in general, anything that goes into being creative. So like, mm. I was like, let me use what I have at dis- my disposal. Like, obviously I know how to do a lot of things and I can fine tune a lot of things and learn more stuff. So it's just like, let's go. Right. Putting everything together. Yes. That's super dope. So in in which ways does putting everything together come into the GTA role plays? Um, because I've, I've been made aware of this and I I just need to know how, how that's going. Wh- um, why did- <laughs> okay. Uh, so my boyfriend was actually the person who got me into, I guess, gaming in general. Right. He watches a lot of T Grizzly and he watches, who's that other guy? I can't think of his name right now. Oh, Trayton. Trayton. Okay. I really enjoy his YouTube videos because it is just so off the wall. And like, he literally will just be stealing people's cars and he'll get away with it. And that's just so funny to me because he literally just like has this mod on his server to where he can basically do anything. And I'm just like, I want that. Like, I want that control. (laughs) So like, I don't know. And then I was just in that mood to where like... I don't know, working, I work as a bartender. That's my regular, Mm. regular job. Mm. And I sometimes feel as though, like, service industry workers get the freaking butt end of everything. Like, I'm so tired of working in the service industry because it really has me questioning my damn worth. I'm like, I'm really out here sucking gooch for $5? Like, hell (laughs) no. So I'm really out here just trying to, you know, grind. Just do what I love and hopefully something comes of it yeah i think i think it's a it's a crazy time right now as as creators because there's so many opportunities to do different things and like play games and make bank off of it and just live stream and like just talk to people and make money off it's it's crazy but Mm -hmm. do you ever feel because these markets are so saturated now and everybody is trying to be their own kind of business and startup does that ever like hold you back from going into these things you kind of you kind of seem to have an attitude of, if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it so i just like how do you approach these things like especially with like music and uh any other endeavors like does anything ever kind of hold you back in that way i've thought about that a lot especially mm. before the pandemic even i guess in the jacksonville photography scene mm. um i feel like a lot of i just noticed even in myself, I was creating a lot for for social media, for Instagram. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it wasn't even necessarily necessarily like, oh, like, I want to share this with people. And then mm. I even thought about it, like, I thought about deleting my Instagram for, like, many different reasons. But then mm. I was, like, making this excuse, like, oh, I need it to be able to market. I need right. it to be able to use it as a tool. But, like, right now, I feel like I'm using it as a distraction. Like, I'll find myself scrolling for hours mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah. And like, I feel like back to your question about me think if whether it's oversaturated with everybody, I feel like there's mm. room for everybody. Like, there's no mm. reason for anybody to be like, oh, I don't want to go into 
making candles because Yankee candles a thing. You know, <laughs> right. like no, you, there's right. obviously something that you can bring to the table. Yeah, and I feel like that. Oh, I obviously felt like that before. Like I definitely was like, oh, I don't want to make candles because Yankee candle. That's just an example. Right. But it's just okay, like I thought you were making an, an announcement that the Sailor Moon candle was coming. Out. I was kind of excited. Oh, relax, that. relax. <laughs> that's that's still in the process. All right, that's still oh in my, the fault, my, fault, <laughs> my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. No, 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 no. But um, yeah, it's just like that's just a a leg of like self doubt, and I feel like right. once I'm still learning to push past that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like definitely there should be a balance between like oh you shouldn't be creating this for anybody else or for social media but also right. like yeah just do you right just do what makes okay. you happy yeah. basically so with like promotion and everything are you are you good with that like have you got it down to how you promote yourself and nope. everything i have okay. no idea what the hell i'm doing period <laughs> i had don't know i've been very lucky to have like connects with void magazine and yeah. like folio and all that and i feel like just in general the local jack scene is very supportive of like what i release yeah. so i'm i'm just very fortunate with that so people a lot of people will just promote my song for me without me asking you that's know fire. so that's, that's cool but i feel like when i was first getting into music i had no idea what i was doing i was just like i just know that in my head like this is what i want it to look like this is what right. i wanted to sound like this is how i want to make people feel this is the message i want to bring and that's all i can really do that's what i can control i can't control whether people look at this shit i right. can't control like right. of course i can buy things i can buy promotions but i was just trying to see like where i could go with this organically yeah and it's it seems to be doing well. Seems to be having a lot of. I mean, I see you do like uh, the recent collaboration. Um, I forget the song name, which is super. But mm. you're talking about my last single, "Way Down Indicator." No, no, there was like a song you were on with somebody. I feel like written. the only collaborations I've done this year alone was with my friend Frank Doris. Um, that's mm. that was for their project, Mollywood. And then, I mean, I'm always working with different producers. Oh, it was something called Come Together. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't on that um, musically. Like, I didn't do any uh. vocals or anything. That was uh, my friend John Tyler. He's from Baltimore. Shouts out Baltimore. Shouts out to him. Gotcha. Um, but that was his song. He just asked me to be a part of his video because he, yeah, he was just looking for a bunch of people to come together. <laughs> no <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess he did that well. But um, okay, that was weak. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gotta, I gotta get my jokes off every now and then. But yeah, but okay, yeah. But then talk to me about the song with Frank because I think I do. Follow, I, he makes some like really like dope visual art too, right? Yes. Oh yes, yeah, yes, that yes, guy yes. crazy. Yeah. I don't know how we found each other, but we found each other like two, three years ago. I think it right. was like two years ago, and. Yeah, he just hit me up and was like, can we work on music together? And I was like, yeah. So we've just been sending each other music back and forth through the email. And that he sent me that beat that he made. And I was like, yo, yeah. I got a melody for this. Don't do anything. And right. we probably have like eight songs in the works with each other because it'll be like that. He'll send me a beat. and I'm like, I got something for this. Don't right. worry. And then Quick I'll send word. it back to him. And then, yeah. So we yeah. probably <laughs> have like a total of eight songs together. Just chilling inside my computer that's and and so it just was like an instant like yeah i understand what you're doing we're yep. gonna do this together that's crazy yeah yep, that's yep, super yep. dope and so how how did you meet jermon because he be 
Oh my goodness. That's a friend of the show. What a dear friend. Love him. <laughs> um, We actually went to Camp Vlognaw together back in 2017, uh, I think, or 2018, something like that. Crazy. It was like, oh my gosh, that trip was such a damn mess. Wow. <laughs> if we. Wait, if- wait. <laughs> what why was it a mess it was a whole ass mess we got scammed by our airbnb we had to book an airbnb twice we lost so much like we took so many l's that trip it was still fun but i was like dang this is my first time meeting you and we're all getting scammed out of money <laughs> like that's so sad Scam together bonded. yeah wow so y'all just stayed close after that like the scamming just bonded y'all so much that y'all like we can't i suppose yeah i mean not, i'm uh, always on the lookout for whatever they're doing on social media. I'm saying he's right. uh, he's got a lot going on. He's got Barry Studios. He also right. releases music. Yeah, he's doing and everything. He's doing the most. He's the great greatest. Yeah, but um, goat. yeah. I mean, we just we linked up through mutual yeah. friends because it was basically like a group of eight or nine of us. Mm. And I'm not even joking with you. I'll tell you the the quick like rundown of what happened. Dude. So we get an Airbnb. It's literally a one bedroom apartment, but it was advertised as like a three bedroom, like a loft. <laughs> so we show up and we're like, okay, this is kind of sus. But we were Dude. like, let's just go with it. It's nice. It's nice. And we all went to go get water and groceries and whatnot for the week. And then we walk back to the Airbnb and there's a eviction notice on the door. And we're oh. like, whoa, what's going on? It was like, you have three days to get out. So then we call the Airbnb host and we're like, yo, what's going on? You're getting evicted. And he was like, he was so defensive. His immediate reaction was like, why'd you open my mail? And we're like, what? We didn't open your mail. It was posted on the door. And he was like, I'll have you know I can have you arrested. And we're like, yo, bro, chill. Like, we're just trying to figure out where we're going to stay. Like, what's going on? So then we called airbnb directly and they're like oh we can't do anything you have to resolve it with your host because we're just a third-party company that's fun right so obviously we couldn't resolve it with our host so then we were all worried that we weren't gonna have a place to stay so we ended up just canceling the airbnb trying to get our money back that was a fail um but we got another airbnb and then oh bless this man's heart he was this very nice old korean man he was running like a hostel sort of situation but it had no ac and we were all (laughs) sleeping in bunk beds and they were like we were just like oh my god we can't do this we just we just like took the l and went and got a hotel dang for the week yes it was literally like a it was like a suite with a king bed and like literally it was me my friend naomi we slept in that bed and we made all the boys sleep on the floor we were like yeah y'all took the l sorry (laughs) yeah we have to get comfortable down there yeah right wow that's but what was the show like was flog not good oh yeah it was great solange was freaking beautiful i managed to freaking oh my god i got trampled at the cardi set literally just trampled (laughs) I had to leave in the middle of the set because I couldn't breathe. I was like, oh, my oh, God, God, I feel anaphylactic right now. What the fuck? <laughs> and then that was, like, one of the last times I ever got to see Mac Miller before he passed. And, oh, like, man. that was ethereal. Everything, that that was yeah. such a good, like, festival. That was one of my first festivals I've ever been to. So it was a very wow. good experience. That's crazy. That's, that's That feels like a good experience to have right before everything kind of – I know that was a while before everything kind of shut down with it have that be like the last experience of like what everything could be is, is really cool mm-hmm. um so this is this is a pivot question but i'm interested 
in knowing if there's anything that you don't usually get to share it could be creative could just be an interest that you have in something that you don't typically share with people uh in like an interview setting or people just trying to get to know you but something that you're very passionate about is there like anything that's like a secret i like to cook plant-based meals at home that's just what i do i really i put my elbow in the motherfucking pot for real for real (laughs) i think i i'm not even joking me and my friend brandy we wanted to start like a vegan food truck because i was she was like dang the mac and cheese that you be making in the greens and just your fried chicken is just crazy. And I was just like, yeah, I could start a vegan soul food truck. I'm not even so playing. totally unrelated. What is like your recipe for that? Just No, 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 no. I'm going to have to kill you if I tell I'll you that. Turn the, I mean, thank you guys for listening to the procrastination <laughs> last episode. But uh, nah, I need some. I'm, I'm vegan. I need some new vegan mac Oh, and for cheese. real? Oh, I'll yeah. actually send you some recipes for real. Let's, it was let's go. The Off mac the and cheese recipe but... me and Dennis actually put together because it's like two layers, you know what I'm saying? In the pan. Right. The bottom layer is made out of like a roux, and then the top layer is just made out of like a cheese that I make. So it's a little bit oh, more. Oh, you make the cheese too. Yeah. Oh, you're different. Oh, it's different. It's easy. Oh, you ah, I can't see nah because people you, you where you get the, what you do the cheese with like how you make that so there's two ways you can make um vegan cheese one mm. method is to obviously do the roux and i don't know how to do that i, be, I make dennis come in the kitchen and do that shit because i'm right. like i don't want to burn this but I th- it's pretty simple i think he just uses like flour butter and like milk but right. i for my cheese i do cashews i do uh, carrots i do onion what? potatoes and then nutritional yeast of course and then just a bunch of other spices interesting yep so that's one thing i guess um i'm also trying to i just invested into a rug gun and i built myself like a rug frame so i'm going to get into t- tufting rugs soon t- you said t- is that is that just the process of making rugs yep tufting that's a great word Tufting. Wow. Tufting. Yep. Tufting. Yeah, that's crazy. Um wow. That's that's a lot. The food yeah. truck and rugs on top of your uh theater career. That's that's insane. Theater, let's not call it theater. Because people <laughs> watch agents be like, hey yo, you wanna you wanna get on Broadway? Psych! I wish. Right. This That'd is the jumping wild. off point. And if I'll just be glad when you win all these awards i'm trying to be an egot winner don't play right and that's what i'm I'm just trying to help you get that tony so when (laughs) when you're up there you just have to reference this podcast like every five minutes yes procrastination was what started it right just like on on, on your little outfit just a little logo like real i'm dead real low but no that's 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 crazy that's insane the patient it takes to make anything besides trail mix out of cashews is something that i would never understand oh man it's, yeah it's easy though like once you get into it it's easy the first time did it was it like trash no it was actually pretty good i mean um, i feel like okay and let me not lie i remember <laughs> one time the one failed dish i've ever had and this is probably one of the first things i ever cooked for dennis when he first moved down here with me and i was uh, just like oh i'm gonna pray for you i cannot believe you ate that and lied to me and said it was good <laughs> But I made him, like, this vegan pesto pasta. Uh I used the wrong type of basil, though. There's two different types of basil at the store. It's Thai basil, which is, like, an Asian sort of flavor. It's more, like, 
spicy, I guess. Uh. Spicy. And then um, there's just like regular Italian basil. Right. I went and got the Thai basil because, of course, I was right down the street from the Oriental store thinking like, well, it's just any type of basil. Fuck it. Right. Right. And it tasted like literal ass. And then literal, <laughs> like, just death. And then Dennis ate it and was like, I mean, I guess I'll just keep eating it. Like, it's good. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, no. Don't ever lie to me like that ever again. <laughs> That's funny. So, is there anything that he cooks that's like that wasn't hitting or like that he's gotten better at? Oh no, oh, he's oh. a really good cook. Okay, shout oh out. Oh my gosh, he's very, very good. Bad, but... That's crazy. Let me put some respect on his name. Yeah, respect, like you know, doing all these stuff. My fault, my G. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's super interesting. Like everything, everything seems to have happened so quickly. Yeah, I mean, like. It, it's like a short time you've done like so much it just seems so cool and, and it, it's come from outside so to you it might not seem like yeah, yeah for sure that's literally whatever, what i was but, thinking but, but it just it's so it's so cool to see somebody who kind of has a like a good idea of like who they are as a person and seemingly that you have a tight connection to who you are as an artist and as as a person and it, it seems to like come together so well into a product that is like the songs and the the visuals that you have out. So it's just like it was really cool to talk to you about this stuff today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Like yeah. bro, I was like I'm not even going to lie. I literally just left like a session with my therapist and I was feeling like freaking boo boo and then I oh, was no. like I'm excited to do this interview cuz Right. It's just going to remind me of my why basically. Why That's why, crazy. what I do it for. Yeah, which <laughs> But yeah, let's let's transition this back into a therapy session. Um, so this is a good therapy voice. No. No. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> that struck me right in my ego, and I was very sad about a lot of things just now. Um, but yeah, is there anything that you want to ask or talk about before we end the episode today? What made you want to start a podcast? Um, that's a great question um i actually the first idea was to have a radio show because i had too much music that i was sending the homies and i felt like true they weren't weren't, like appreciating these like in-depth plays i was sending them um breaking down each moment of every song but I i was doing that and i wasn't doing a lot of art for a long time because i was worried about what people would think and i was like slowing myself down because i was just making a bunch of stuff and never putting it out mm-hmm. um so i was like i have to stop procrastinating and i was like oh that's a fire idea for like a show that's like keeping me in check um and being able to share the music i listen to and talk every now and then with people that um, i'm very interested in or i follow their careers or whatever and that i just want to know more about them because all of the most important parts of my artist journey have been going back and looking at the Pharrell interviews and the documentaries of them just vibing and just talking to to each other and the conversations they were having Mm -hmm. really the stuff that was keeping me going. So I was like, if I can create a platform for people who are around uh, and for other artists, just to listen to other artists talk about why they do things and, what inspires them and why they are continually doing what they do um this would be cool to do that and it's it's changed and it's grown and we're back now so i'm happy that it's here and 
yeah, that's, that's why I started a podcast. But um, yeah, that's it. That's, that's the short. That's the short bra, answer. Bra. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Procrastination Radio. Uh, thank you so much to Say Lagoon for coming. Um, is there any shout outs you want to make real quick and then we'll be done? Oh, dang. That's so on the spot. No, yeah, you got to This is your speech time. Oh, Lord. Uh, uh, Shouts out <laughs> to my therapist. Uh, Good. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Thank you for following me thank you for yeah. believing in me and thinking that i got some good stuff to share because i know yeah it's been a long i've been trying to get you on for a minute actually so I'm, I'm glad it finally happened um yeah it was a good conversation it was cool it was cool again to learn more about you i hope everybody else had a good time um if you didn't uh we're gonna have some problems right um <laughs> and yeah wherever you are no matter if it's day morning night or whatever stop procrastinating see you on the next episode pow 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 pow